If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Check this out. It is free. No, I'm serious. It's free, 100%. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor then distributes that podcast for you, and you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from that podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. And we're back with Maggie's. Welcome back to another episode of Lauer After Hours. We are joined today by the four-time world's strongest man, Magnus Ver Magnuson. Give it up. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Magnus, how, <laughs> how you doing, guys. sir? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Great. Well, uh, thank you so much for uh, for taking the time to uh, to join us today. Um, my name is Beep Count uh, here on Twitter. We're joined by a bunch of Lauer Rangers today. Um we're going to ask uh, just a few questions and, uh, you know, hope to get to know you a little bit better. All right. um, Go ahead. First off, how, how's, how's the rehab going? Uh, really well, actually. Um, my, I had the uh, knee replacement in, in beginning of September. And, uh, well, I, I actually kind of went a little bit overboard and started lifting too much and too heavy. So, so I had to slow down a little bit again. Yeah, but uh, it's actually the other knee that needs the uh, replacement that's bothering me, not the new knee. <laughs> so, uh, I'm trying to put the pressure on the doctors to uh, get that done and over with as well. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I can completely understand that. Um, we're gonna uh, kind of pass this around here. I'm gonna bring in a few uh, a few people here. Uh, Pam, you are up first. Hi, Magnus. Thank you so much for joining us. This is super exciting. Hi, how are you? I'm well. Thank you. Right. My question for you is, what is on your playlist when you work out? And what artist or band is the one that gets you the most hype? Huh. Okay. Well, pretty much, I'll, I'll tell you the truth. The guys in the gym, they have something in a, on if it's heavy metal or or whatever. I'll I'll just go with whatever they have have on on there. Uh, I don't li- listen to the uh, you know the loud music so much anymore. But unless I'm, I would be really going for something heavy. But uh, I, I tell you a funny thing. When I, I used to uh, do a lot of thing, uh, a lot of shows and and, and and Highland Games in Scotland. And I always asked for the bagpipes to be played when I was doing something. And that, that always inspired me. That's great. That's amazing. Thank you so much. All right. Yeah, bagpipes can uh, can often get anyone pumped up there. Uh, oh, yeah, Lou. Lou, you're up next. Hey, Magnus. Thanks for joining us. Uh, I kind of went down the rabbit hole on YouTube yesterday of just watching all your old feats of strength uh and the one thing that i was kind of curious about like 
do you have to work on a special breathing technique? Because I imagine when you're lifting that size weight, if you're not consistent with your breathing, you could just, you know, kind of flex out and pass out when you're in the middle of it. So did you, did you develop a certain breathing technique or was there, is there like in the weightlifting strongman, is there like a technique that um, they suggest you do? Uh, yeah, there is. Uh, when you start, I started as a powerlifter and you learn to inhale just before you, you know, start pulling something or lifting something. And while you're doing a lift, kind of finishing the lift, you let it out. Okay. So, uh, but if, if you inhale and keep it, keep it in there for too long, your face can get, turn all purple, just exploding veins. Ooh. So, uh, and I've seen that happen. It never happened to me. Cool. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that, Gantt. Uh, no problem. Yeah, that, uh, I'm sure that, that can be quite scary. Um, having the veins pop out of your face. Yeah, that, that, that would uh, kind of yeah, do kinda, it. It's, it's kind of, you get like a blood kind of, and you actually turn purple. Like, it, it's, it's weird. Well, I remember like, seeing one. All, all the way down to the shoulders has happened to them. Yeah, I remember seeing one uh, guy doing some ridiculous amount uh, on a deadlift, and I think he broke the blood vessels in his face, and his nose just started pouring blood. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that, that's that, the nose bleeds happen a lot of times. Just another day at the office for many. <laughs> well, there's a lot of pressure, you know, going on. So yeah, you know, sometimes there's just so much blood pressure that it wants to get out somewhere. All right. Uh, Ant, you are up next. Ant out in Brooklyn. Hey, Magnus, thanks for joining us. It's it's a pleasure because hey. I was someone who definitely was intrigued watching whenever I could catch a world's strongest man. And I remember my favorite event being when you guys picked up those big heavy stones or rocks and put them, you had to like lift them like and put them up on like these square platforms. So I was wondering yeah. what your favorite event was and what was your least favorite event? Was the one like, oh, not this one again. I got to, you know, pull the car or, or whatever. Or well, even the stone uh, that I mentioned that I liked. One of, one of my favorites uh, was the stones. Uh, and actually, any kind of stone lifting I, I, I loved. Uh, and my absolute favorite, and which I think is the ultimate overhead lift, that's lifting rocks overhead. But uh, anything with stones, especially nature stones, I, I, I love. Uh, but picking up those round stones, that's that's like lifting giant bowling balls. What was it ever slippery? Were you ever? I mean, there was there was texture on the stones, but I wonder if it was ever harder. Yeah, they're always slippery. Well, the stones that I started out uh, with was made of sandstone, which was could be really really slippy. Uh, the the stones that I make now are made of concrete, so you get a better grip on it. Great. Well, this new you. this new generation, they got it the easy way. Exactly. I knew it. We paved the way. Exactly. Yeah. They, they didn't even have to learn anything. We could teach them everything. <laughs> Y'all wrote the book for them. Now all they do is follow. Exactly. All right. We're going to go out to Steve. Steve, you're up next. I'm Agnes. I got uh, two quick questions for you. So the first one is uh, you clearly have probably the coolest name any of us have ever heard. But do you know anybody that has a name as cool or cooler that you've ever heard? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't think but, so. You know, actually, actually, you know, Magnus means the great. And my middle name 
means a man. So it's the great man, son of the great. Yeah, no, no, you win. You win. That's yeah. That there, there's there. That, that's the nuts right there. If you're playing poker, name poker. That's, that's the nuts right there. You're not beating that yeah. one. Right. And then uh, my second question is: were, um, were you ever approached by pro wrestling or considered pro wrestling in any form? No, I was not. I would have loved to try it out, but uh, I don't know. I, I was never the uh, the biggest guy, uh, but I was the strongest and fastest. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I wasn't big enough for pro wrestling. I don't know. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> I think you could do very, very well in pro wrestling. Uh, Jeanette, Jeanette, you are up next. Uh, I agree with that. I think Magnus would have been great in uh, wrestling as well. So um, the question that I have is uh, since, you know, in a group of friends, when you become very technical, very specialized, you're always the friend that they go to for a particular thing. So I'm guessing when you were training and competing in your strongman competitions, and possibly even now, you're the friend that is always called upon on moving day, landscaping, uh, to assist your other friends. So do you have like a story or something where they were like, hey, we're redoing our backyard. There's an old tree. You want to knock it down and use the stunt to train with? Something like that? Yeah, it, 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 it was happening all the time. If, if somebody needed, I got this big rock in my lawn. You know, can you come and move it? Uh, so uh, <laughs> I figured out a way. I said, okay, I'll move it, but you're going to have to pay me. <laughs> Ooh, yes. There you go. So a lot, a lot of those requests did stop, but some did pay for it to have, have it done. Yeah, because I guess they're thinking, well, because he's my friend and it's a training opportunity. <laughs> no, but you're just like, hey, I'm. A, no, I'm got, a of course, if it's friends, you know, I, I would help out if if I could. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, All right, we're gonna go out to Schweitz. Schweitz, our foreign correspondent from Canada. Hey, Magnus. Um, so a friend of mine uh, a few years ago was training to be a bobsledder. And his training consisted of tons of squats, tons of deadlifts, a lot of lower leg stuff because so yeah. much of bobsledding is that, that first start. And yeah. one of the things I learned from him was that when you build a certain part of your body like that, it is ridiculously hard to find clothes. So I want to know, when you were training and younger and massive in, in the proportions that you are, how did you find clothes to fit properly? Like I said, I wasn't even, I wasn't even the biggest guy and I still have problems, especially getting like jeans of something that would fit my, my thighs and, and my bum. Uh, <laughs> you know, when, you, when you're doing a lot of squats and, and all, all that, you know, it does sometimes get ridiculously big compared to other other portions of the body. And uh, so, yeah, it, it, I remember there was, there was this one brand that I managed to find uh, that, that could fit me. And I, I think if I recall, they were called, it was called Mustang. And now, now I, I, I can get Levi's stretchy ones and uh, so they're, they're fine. It's like, you know, when you have the stretchy one, it's, it's like wearing just training pants. All right. Thank you. <laughs> I've, I've got the same problem with, uh, with jeans, but that, that's for a completely <laughs> different reason. 
<laughs> All right, uh, we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> baby, we're gonna go out to uh, to Barrett there in uh, in Duval. Barrett, go ahead. Hey, Magnus. Uh, sticking with the like preparation stuff, I want to take you back to your peak physical condition when you were training. You are reigning champ, and I want you to go over your daily eating regimen because I don't think it's it's really known about how much you have to consume just to keep up that kind of like mass well i pretty much almost ate anything i could get my hands on and a lot of it uh, i had because i was training so much i was burning my burn was so high that i had really really problems trying to put on weight i think that's fairly of, common right yeah a lot of the times even when i was trying to put on weight i would lose weight because i was training that much yeah, sometimes it got so bad, you know, you got bored of eating. So that's when, that's when the good protein shakes and all that comes in handy. <laughs> For sure. So were you somebody who would like actually eat slices of lunch meat, like in between sets and stuff at the gym? Well, my training sessions was never shorter than two hours. And it went up to four hours. So normal normal was like three hours. And yes, I would have to eat in my training session something. What was your go-to though? Like, this is just, it's a bunch of calories. It's going to get me through. Were you a big pasta guy or were you like a... a well, like I, I, yeah, usually at that time, especially when you're training, it would be carbs. You know, just any kind of carbs. Uh, the protein you, you eat after training. Magnus, you're the man. Thank you so much for joining yes. us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've seen uh, The Rock and his daily uh, caloric intake, but was it ever on, on that kind of level? I'm pretty sure it was, yeah. I think uh, it has to be. Uh, uh, Sometimes, you know, my calorie intake at that time was 10 12,000 calories a day jesus that's insane all right well we are going to go out to uh to phlegm phlegm and m hey magnus uh, thanks for joining us and uh so far a bunch of awesome stories but it's going to kind of tie into what barrett had just asked you because i know we're talking calorie intake and times of which yeah. you take carbs um Two kind of two questions set here. One, if you want to explain, because I think a lot, there's always a lot of confusion between bodybuilding and strength training. So kind of the way that you would play with calories and the different training regiments, if you're trying to train for strength versus those that are maybe trying to become the rock where they're building really for, and not to say the rock isn't strong, but they're building for looks more than strength and bodybuilding. And then two, when you were younger, obviously you picked the right option of strength. You're a four-time world champion before you ever truly got into only strength training did you ever consider bodybuilding versus strength training or was it always strength training for you uh in the beginning i was thinking you know more more kind of bodybuilding you know that was the whole idea uh, uh, uh but the the funny thing is i i was living in a town with just less than a thousand people okay and i'll uh, you know that, that's what i was brought up and uh one of uh, Iceland's first weightlifters and powerlifters came there uh, as uh, head of police. 
So he started, got the sport club to uh, buy some lift, lifting equipment and we started lifting. And I think it, I was got influ influenced by him that I turned over to powerlifting. Okay. And then from powerlifting, you know, I became Euro European champion, beating everybody, uh, not, you know, whatever weight class that was in, but on points. And uh, from that, I got invited to do World Strongest Man. I would have become a world champion in powerlifting, but I chose to go for strongman instead. And I won it first time I entered. And actually, I, I was I was a reserve. My countryman, wow. uh, he proved wrong. got injured five weeks before the contest, and I was on the uh, reserve list. So I was asked to compete in his place. And uh, I shocked everybody by just coming in there and winning it. Did you did you tell your coach or your team captain how wrong they were for having you on the reserve? <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you another thing. Uh, I never had a coach. Oh, okay. I coached myself. I I figured out my training regiment. I figured out what worked for me, what wouldn't. And uh, you know, for a lot of guys over here, I paved the way. Yeah, you did. So from strength training to bodybuilding, is it just lower reps and higher weight compared to bodybuilding? It's, it's higher weight. It's, it's not as much reps. And uh, you, you usually do your lifting faster. So it's more explosive versus the bodybuilder. He will do slower movements okay. uh, you know, a lot of the times to uh, just make those muscles grow. Got it. Hey, well, I appreciate the time and the answers, man. It's all thought back to beep. I'm sure others have some more questions for you, but thank you again for the time. Uh, thank you. Before I got into the whole podcasting thing, I actually tried my hand at acting. Uh, and I actually worked with uh, an Icelandic director named Baltasar uh, Komerker. Yeah, yeah. Um, who are some, you know, Icelandic uh, directors or actors or movies that we should, uh, we should uh, get to know about? Well, I I ain't in any of them, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the only the great answer. <laughs> Not yet, yet. Not, Not yet. yet. All right, but fair enough. I was hoping that I would keep on these Viking episodes, you know. So I did grow my hair long and 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 the beard and everything, and I did get some, you know, commercials as as in Vikings, and uh, I was. Uh, did you see the uh, like a year ago, over a year ago, the Dots Ram uh, commercial with the Vikings? Yes. So yep. one of the Vikings there. Okay. Nice. So uh, yeah, so it was cool. That was actually the second time an ad that I was in was on played on Super Bowl. The uh, the the other one was me going to the bar and asking for a course light. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Magnus, watch those you're, calories. you're you know, tearing, you're tearing the door off the bar and everything, you know. <laughs> you're a four-time <laughs> strongest man winner. Um, you got we gotta get you a different agent around here. So what do you say, like 50-50 my way? And uh we start booking <laughs> you for some Hollywood stuff. I know the doesn't really work there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know the angle. We just take like since remakes are so popular. We just do like a lot of like Arnold movies, like uh, twins. 
So we just got to find you a Danny DeVito. You got be perfect. <laughs> yeah, Stugatz and Magnus, perfect. Yeah. And, and hey, they, they look a lot alike too. So that, that works as well. Um, and you had another question. Magnus, so what I wanted to ask, I know you were a four-time champion and I was wondering for you, was it in 91 when you won the first time? That was like the most gratifying or was it coming back and winning four, five, and six, three in a row? And sort of, you know. Well, you know, it, 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 was, all, it was a special moment, you know, winning it for the first time. You know, of course, I went there to win, but, uh, you know, seriously, uh, we all met in London, at the airport in London, Heathrow, and then took the plane together then over to the, uh, to uh, Tenerife, where the first contest was. And I, I kid you not, at the airport meeting all these gi giants, you know, I, I felt like I, I was small. And uh, and I was like, yeah, was like, but I figured, well, I'm gonna show these bastards what I can do. <laughs> so uh, that that was always a special moment. Uh, to me, it, it was a lot of uh, people were like, well, you know, he he was lucky, you know, this one wasn't there or this one, whatever, whatever, right? So to me, I had to prove a point. And uh, yeah, I was a little unlucky uh, when the year after, did a little mistake, got second. Uh, the year after, after that, uh, my countryman, John Paul Sigmundson has just passed away. So my head wasn't in the game, uh, but I realized, I still got second, I realized, okay, you know, if I would have done my homework, I, I would have won it. So, I went back, trained really hard, and came back and won three in a row, just to prove the point. I wasn't just lucky. Awesome, thank you. So, talk, talking about giants, uh, what are some of your thoughts on uh, Hathor Bjornsson uh, or the the mountain from Game of Thrones? He's one of the uh, most talented guys that I've showed up. Now. He's won the World Swingers Man once. He should have won it more times, but, you know, I wasn't coaching him at that time. But, <laughs> but uh, I, I taught him, you know, everything he knew, but I didn't teach him everything I knew. Boom. And then if so, if he would have followed my advice, he would have won it more times already. The balancing act, right? The, the demands of uh, Hollywood and making movies and TV shows and putting time into the gym. Yeah. Yeah, he, you know, seriously, you know, he's, he's done well for himself. You know, the Game of Thrones made him a star. Yeah, huge star. And, uh, and I, I, you know, he, he asked me, you know, that was a couple of years ago, you know, you know what's, what's he going to do or whatever. I said, hey, you know. You, if you if you're in this, milk it while you can. You know you might not win World Strongest Man, but you'll get it eventually. And he did. Nice, uh, Pam. You had another question. I do have another question. Um, this goes back to food because I am food motivated and can't stop thinking <laughs> the fact that you took in ten to twelve thousand calories a day. 
Um, wondering when you're not training and maybe you're not watching what you put in your body quite as closely, do you have a junk food cheat meal type thing that is your most favorite? And what is it? It's not really a food, but uh, yeah, I, I love Coca-Cola. <gasps> Me too. <laughs> but, uh, but I'm staying away from it. Uh, you know, I have one once in a while, but uh, especially, you know, nowadays, before, no problem. I could drink that, I, you know, whatever. I, and it wouldn't affect me. I just needed the energy. Uh, nowadays, I don't, you know, I eat, I just eat. I never eat that, that I'm full. I just, okay, that's enough. Uh, if I would eat, eat, always eat and, and, and stuff myself, you know, I, I would probably have gained some fat by now. <laughs> that's the key then. I just have to stop before I'm full. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I have that problem as well, except I just don't stop. No. <laughs> uh, Schweitz, you had another question. Yeah, um, just back to the uh, the competitions. Um, so you see across other sports like basketball, where if a player is seven foot, they tend to have you know leg issues, knee issues differently than somebody who's six one. Um, yeah. In strongman contests, do you find that it's sort of more ideal to be in like the six three to six five range with a with a you know little bit shorter limbs, different range of motion, like shorter range of motion or would it still be better to you know be you know like the mountain who's who's bigger than that who's i mean there's outliers obviously it's a bit of a complicated oh, yeah. question you, you you've got him you got brian shaw yeah. uh you know you got these these giants in the sport uh we did have some giants in the sport before uh like ted van den Parra. it's uh, from holland which i think is still the tallest person he was almost almost seven foot uh but uh, i don't know i believe you know to be taller uh is is better in most ways uh especially you know you're grabbing stones so you'll you know you'll have longer arms to put around them uh you're lifting it on, on, on a platform. So actually, you know, the height of the platform is better for the taller man. Yeah. Now people always say, well, you know, the deadlift, you know, it's, it's harder for the taller man. It's not. So, uh, yeah, you know, that kind of size to be two meters or, or, or just over, whatever the, these guys are, I actually think is better. Thank you. All right, we're going to bring in uh, Drake, uh, a.k.a. the Cody Cavalry. Welcome in, man. What, what do you got? What's going on, boys? Uh, Magnus, appreciate you joining us. Um, give us uh, – so in terms of Icelandic culture, what's the biggest difference between Icelandic culture and the United States? <laughs> well, <laughs> that's like I kind of – I don't even know if I can answer that one, <laughs> but uh, 
Uh, Jesus. They don't have Magnus, is what the difference is. <laughs> well, difference. I go over there a lot, so, uh, you know. so they do have me sometimes. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, one of the things that I've, I've found is the States, you know, they got these, like, you know, sports heroes. Doesn't really matter, you know, they, they all, all their athletes are really well respected. Sure. And, uh, you know, sometimes you can't even, you know, walk the street be, uh, uh, unless getting kind of mugged with people. Right. You don't really get that over here. Really? You, uh, you guys' soccer team is, is coming up a little bit, though, in, in terms of world respect. Yeah. Well, you know, there's no doubt about that. There's a lot of uh, talent uh, in Iceland. And, uh, and, uh, and I believe, it, you know, from the, the Viking times, you know, only the strongest survived getting over here. Sure. Quick follow-up. What are your top three favorite colors? <sighs> Black. Um uh navy green and uh navy blue perfect nailed it uh so i have a question here for you um what is a sport you know uh, american sport or maybe something worldwide that you would have dominated in just being you know how, how fast and strong you are i would have loved to uh do the uh, american football i think i would have kicked ass in that <laughs> i have i have absolutely no doubt about that what what position what position are we talking here? Well, I don't know. You know, even you know the uh, you have the sprinters to you know do the hundred meters and all that. I was two seventy pound, right? Yeah. And I run the hundred meters in eleven seconds. Oh, Magnus, you're playing linebacker. You're your first ballot <laughs> Hall of Famer. You're, you're just taking people out at linebacker. It's not even close. No, no, no. no he, he's, he's the original Gronk. Oh, you got a bit tied in. Yeah. Oh, he's, yeah. He's, Nobody, he's, a, right. he's a trained polar bear going down the field, literally taking down the entire team with him. Magnus, if, if everybody on this Zoom call was trying to tackle you and we actually had pads on and you didn't, could we do it? If you were running towards an end zone and we were just there to get you? Uh, probably not. <laughs> there's no problem that's nice of you to say probably it's there, there's, no, there's no probably there at all i would help him i would turn around and i would just clear the way for him. i'm helping <laughs> jeanette the lead blocker perfect yeah i'm uh, not wasting my copay like that <laughs> barrett you you had another question there go ahead yeah and i've got magnus finishing his career with about 180 sacks i think you're right flim that's that man would be a beast yeah. DN linebacker hybrid. But uh, so you've been a, a judge for a few years now. I'm wondering if you've seen anybody poop their pants on the greatest stage because they're lifting too hard. Well, I've known it happened many times. <laughs> oh, and then I guess I, I forgot the real point to this question. Is that points off? Like no, from a no, no. So, you know, I've seen guys do something, lift something or whatever, and suddenly, you know, they've done and they just take off, they disappear. Whoops. <laughs> that means they're they're running for the bathroom. <laughs> I feel like you should get points if you do that. Like that's a different <laughs> level of dedication. 
<laughs> uh, Jeanette, you, you had another one. Yeah, so to that follow-up, because we do have um, instances in American sports where that's happened. Uh, Paul Pierce, uh, he faked it because he pooped himself while playing. And then, you know, the whole wheelchair incident. So I guess that's how you come back that uh, tends to hide it uh, in those moments. But my actual question is, uh, on the Levitard show the other day, they were discussing goalies and how the best goalie would just be a really big guy to um, prevent the shots from going through. And Stu got said, I would just put Magnus in goal. He's not letting anything in. So do you think that you would have made an elite goalie? You would have just like stopped everything like Well, that's kind of funny you asked ask that. Um, when I was, you know, playing or, tra you know, training soccer before, uh, that was my favorite position to be in. Yeah, no, nothing but no, clean sheets. Getting, yeah, clean sheets all day. Yeah. So, like, were you like eleven, but you were with like the 15, 16 year old because you yes. were just so. Save that. That's just how I imagine it. It's just like he can't yeah. play with like the, I, I, the kids of his enough. age break. Yeah. He has to go with and, the other and, kids. Yeah, we didn't even have like you know grass fields or nice things you know we were sometimes just on a on an asphalt right or on a gravel right and you know when you're this young you don't really think about it you don't care you just you just dive in to keep that goal clean so you know i, I did get a lot of nasty falls but hey, you just got up and keep going yeah that's the viking spirit right there exactly yeah i think the only thing that most of us know about uh icelandic sport has got to be from uh, mighty ducks 2 and the uh the junior olympic hockey team uh, i think that's that's about all we ever know from icelandic sport <laughs> well all right um <laughs> <laughs> Transition. Transition. We got a lot of good strong men. We got a lot of a lot of good athletes in, in in many aspects, and there's a lot of soccer players uh, that are contracted in in, in other countries, uh, playing uh, you know professionally. Uh, and we also got a lot of uh, I don't know if you know the sport handball. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, we got a lot of. Uh, professionals in that around Europe as well. So, you know, there is, is a lot of sport culture, um, even though I think, you know, the young people now have it too easy. Of course we do. <laughs> All right. We are going to go out to, uh, to Lou, uh, Lou Raptor in sales. Uh, we, we have a, a special gift for you here. So we're really excited that you came on. You're an absolute delight. Uh, I could listen to you talk all day. It's so soothing. <laughs> but um, we, I made you a special uh, hat for your nest oh. of. Yeah. And so, cool. um, yeah. So if you want to, if you, if you, you want us to send a hat, get with back with Beep, and we'll ship it out to Iceland for you. All right. I'll, 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 I'll give you the address. I'll send, send, the, send the address. Perfect. Fantastic. Thank you. 
Or you can you can find the gym address. You can send it there. Right, that's a good idea. Yeah, I'll send it right to yeah, the gym. Yeah. Yeah. That, that that's perfect awesome thank you well magnus thank you once again for uh, for joining us here on lauer after hours uh one more time here can we get a uh, thank you for uh magnus in the chat one two three thank, thank you magnus thank Thanks for listening to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars.